Hey y'all, I'm Moni and you're mixing with Moni, okay? Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. Hello, 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 all you beautiful and wonderful mixologists out there. It is your girl, Moni, and you are mixing with Moni, okay? Oh my God, okay. I am taking a break from packing, from planning a wedding. Just kidding, I'm not even doing that anymore. <laughs> Still getting married, I just decided to completely like disengage with all things um, planning because it's just too much. And I'm not even working right now because it is spring break. So naturally, I must fill up all of my time with Bravo and podcasting and getting the people the things that they need about this important time, which is our TV time. And who better to help me than the wonderful meme creator the entertainment bravo entertainment account more than just a fan account more like we're a fan of her account emily from she speaks bravo oh my god that was such an amazing intro <laughs> welcome to the show first thank time. you i'm actually so honored whenever anyone calls me a meme account because i feel like i'm not like good at that but i'll take it I think you're way more than a meme account. We're all way more than a meme account. We are. Like we're, yes. we're meeting the masses where they are emotionally and we express it through images and words that they connect with. Oh my God, I'm going to steal that pitch. <laughs> yeah, like it's more than a meme. It's more than a meme. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it it's a connection is. piece. That's what I think. It's like art. <laughs> Thank you. It's like we're all going to a museum of Bravo and we see the music. They bring us back to a place. We're back to where we were when we first saw that. Like, that's why I love using um, old memes, especially uh, when it comes to um, making stuff. I love to go through like old gifts and old things because I'm like, where were we when we first saw this? Reconnect to that emotion. Let's yes. bring that back out. Like, these are the things I think of. I think in those images in my everyday life. 100%. I was like, I reference, I reference a Bravo quote to like define a moment all mm. the time. When I, I went to Florida to help my dad take care of my grandmother. And when he was asking about, because <laughs> I was podcasting and like recording and stuff when I was there, when he was asking me to explain it, I was like, it's just so deep, you know? You I cannot really, explain it. It is inexplicable. It's yeah. just... <laughs> We are meeting the masses where they are. We're bringing them to where they want to be. Mm -hmm. We're helping them along with this journey of understanding housewives, understanding Bravo, um, while we try to understand it ourselves. Sometimes we have a little bit more insight and people really need that. And I, listen, I had the call and I took the charge and I've never looked back. Um, few times <laughs> I have looked up, like, get me out of here. But mainly <laughs> love what I do. I think Bravo just made a meme the other day of like, about how like memeing and stuff is like a full-time job for Bravo Holics. So I'm like, yeah, girl, there are plenty of times. And I'm not, I'm not advocating that this is a good thing. And I'm not saying that I do this, but there are plenty of times where there could be a child that comes and asks me a question during a non-structured instructional time, such as like, 
free time or while they're independently working or while they're doing group work or after they're gone and they come back for a water bottle. And then when I ask me a question, there may or may not have been a time that I may have thought in or did the unthinkable and been like, hold on, I have to get the hashtags right. How many housewives franchises are there? I only see six hashtags and there are eight. Nine, if you count Miami, 10, if you count Dubai, like, <laughs> back to nine, if you don't count Dallas anymore, like, please hold on, dear child. I love you. You have your instructions. I will be to you as soon as I have finished the hashtags. Okay. And they now, I'm like, hold on. And they're just like, okay. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a step short of like, because on teacher TikTok, things like this happen all the time. It's very funny about how, like, you know, teachers have a life outside of teaching. Yeah. Um, many wouldn't know that. But there's a great TikTok of a woman who's a teacher in elementary school doing her call and response with, like, you know, you know, you do like a one, two, three eyes on me, and it's how you get the kids' attention. And she does, oh no, my diamond earrings in the ocean. And the kids respond, Kim, people are dying. And then she proceeds and gives instructions. And I'm like, let me tell you about how that is the goal. Oh my God. I, that uh, is the goal. These are valuable life lessons. Like, I would love it if, my, <laughs> if I could teach. I would have to have younger kids because my third graders would be like, huh? Like they have, they have too much understanding. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, what are you talking about? But if I had like a nice first grade class, I would love to hit them with the, uh, um, like a who gonna check me boo oh, yeah, yeah. or like uh um I said what I said or something like or that or who said that and they could say who, who said, said that, that? Go, who said that uh-huh. I'm saying this oh my god it's actually really great uh-huh not gonna lie there's a lot of reasons why that could be educational so yes <laughs> all this to say y'all we've chosen this as like our full-time jobs on top of full-time jobs that we have yay but we're happy to bring you things like this if they're going to cause joy it's true or pain or suffering uh-huh. sometimes i watch a show and i'm suffering but mm-hmm. i suffer for the masses and we, we we do we suffer for the masses yeah have you ever had people tell you like i'm not even watching i'm listening to you watch it basically yeah i have yeah yeah that and it's it's an honor to get the, i have to say i feel it's <laughs> it's a high honor when someone says right. something like that i'm like oh but then sometimes i feel like that gives me the pressure like oh well then i better get this content out exactly. and some, and then i find myself like holding my breath as i'm making the post and oh, i have to remind sure. myself like okay they they don't literally mean like <laughs> they're waiting <laughs> for you to put this out like you can actually like you can take your time uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm honored when people tell me something like that, especially because mm-hmm. there are so many accounts. Yes. And I do think that um, it's impressive when anyone can focus on one account and think that that is their account that they appreciate maybe even more than others. I'm like, how do you even right. decipher it? And it just shows you that like you can create your own little like tribe of people. Oh, yeah. The mixologists are the biggity best yeah I love it over here I think we are 
a really great little community of like, we watch everything now. I think I've like low-key trained everyone to watch with like a certain nuance of, yes. you know, your faves are human. They're making a TV show. So we need to also keep in mind that most things we see probably are over-exaggerated, if not fake in general, but also there's human emotion and that connected to it. So when we call people monsters and villains and things like that, this is their real life. I like what you just said there. You trained your, I feel like I've kind of done that too. I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. But like when you put, when they've seen your take on things enough, they yeah, realize. And they connect with it. Yeah. Okay. That's, and I, they stick I get around. That. It's yeah. like they're adopting a version of what you do into their, their views as well and what works for them. And hopefully it makes people more appreciative of what they're watching and, and also gives them a little relief of like, this is not always real. Like it yeah. is what it is. Well, then, because sometimes I feel like the fans want to stay like they want to stay mad sometimes because these shows, these shows can be infuriating. And I get that, like, (laughs) it's a weird thing. These shows, the shows thrive on drama and conflict and human nature is to want um, resolution and peace. Mm -hmm. But that's not interesting TV. So, like, we're constantly in a battle of the natural, the natural human tendency towards peace and resolution, but the entertainment requirement of conflict. So, you have to learn to like tune the part of your brain up that's healthy, and say, sit back and enjoy the entertainment. And so your instinct to be mad at anyone causing conflict needs to go away so you can say, okay, wait, look at the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. And, and so rather than call anyone causing conflict like an animal or a monster or a villain or horrible, let's appreciate how funny this scene was. Yes. Look at it yes. almost like, like a theatrical moment. Yes. I mean, like that being said, I just want to say off top, I love Marge. I really do. It is a fact that she is good for the show. It is a fact that during last summer, she was trying to get a lot of accounts to post the video about Louie. I've had many of account people tell me that they also got approached to do the same thing. Emily's nodding. She's heard this story. Um, many people know that that's a fact. And then it's also, so it's a fact that what Teresa's saying has weight to it. And it's a fact that <laughs> Teresa is an instigator and who deserved to get thrown things on we don't know does anyone ever sometimes maybe but it's like these can all be true and all can exist at the same time like yes Marge is trying to get it out there to the people but in moments like the I mean she pretty much like invalidated herself as soon as Jackie told her she just went around telling everybody else <laughs> Oh my God, you're right. Which is like the actual irony. Like the, that's the personification of what Teresa's words were. Like she's saying, you don't yeah. keep it to yourself. You hear something and you go and run around and repeat it and you take it to people. And literally she took it to people. Oh my so, God, I didn't even think of table. that. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's hard. And when, you, and when you see it that way, you're like, because we don't want to live in a world where Teresa is right because we know her brain is like so upside down. It is literally the upside down place. Everything in Teresa's brain scares me. It feels very chaotic up in there um, or very empty. Who knows? But 
it's like we don't want to live in that place because again i've always said i think marge is the smartest person on that show even beyond jackie who has multiple degrees and a bajillion dollars i think marge is so above mentally this show yeah sometimes i'll admit i hold her higher accountable than everybody else because i'm like you have the emotional wherewithal Mm -hmm. you have the bandwidth for this clearly they mainly Teresa do not like Teresa doesn't know if she's coming or going so you're always trying to start something and get truth out of her and it doesn't exist which is why Melissa always looks so goddamn exhausted because she's just like honey and she knows because you just gotta let it go yeah she's like there's no point you're never going to get she's like I did it for like three straight years and I'm tired She's been married to Joe long enough to have had Antonia. Uh-huh. So she's like, girl, if, if if there was a breaking point, if there was simply an, an entrance into Teresa's like little barricade of thoughts and how she feels and her stubbornness, we would have found it. Yeah. It wasn't found when she begged on her knees. It wasn't found after the christening. It wasn't found when it was the whole cast against her. It's never been found. Okay, so you just got to let Teresa be loud and wrong. And by combating her, it honestly gives like those tree huggers and even some of us like an opportunity to almost side with her Mm. because so starting with Jersey, the way this episode started and seeing the move, I almost got fooled. Almost. I almost believed it. I was like, I know he's a piece of shit, but like, can you be faking all of this? Okay, like, so really? Okay, like, what? Monty, in my notes that I took. Okay, so okay, okay, okay. So right? I am also a very big true crime fan, like yes. almost equally as much. I think I think that that's why this whole new wave of Bravo true crime has been so huge for us because we're like, I think a lot of us have also been Two true crime combining. fans. So we're it's like, not Whoa. even just rich people and wealthy people anymore. It's people who are doing crimes to and, be wealthy. And Bravo fans are like, we also like true yes, crimes. Yes, so thank yes. you. We can now join these things together. And so I feel like we've seen this before when we've, when we've listened to the true crime podcast or watched our true crime documentaries, they're good. Like these sorts of people do these things that are quote too good to be true. So when he presented this like dedication to her parents, I'm like, Oh shit. It's I, I wrote in my notes, it's working on me. Maybe I was wrong (sighs) all along, but then I wrote dot, dot, dot. It's too good to be true. Dot, 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 because it is like, that's what they do. And like, when you go back and you interview all the people that were involved in the beginning, they're like, yeah, it was just, he was perfect. He was too good to be true. And then they list all these amazing things they did. And it's like, that's what he's doing. It, It works. It's meant to be effective. But then I'm also like, wait, what is he going to do? Is he going right. to That's it. beat her up? Because That's Teresa would take it's his like, ass out. At this point, we're watching him do it. It's different in a sense than before when he was doing it to women that we did not have access to. Like lover or hater, if he does anything, that whole cast will come after him. We all will come after him, tree hugger or not. We don't want to see her go down yeah. like she did before. And we see, she went to prison for her last husband. We don't want to see that happen again. So I'm just like, you know, this is all documented, right? Like you, it would behoove you to keep this up for the rest of your time with her. Because right? otherwise we're going to clock it. So like as much as he is gaslighting, 
and 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 uh, love bombing and and textbook stuff that is alarming as fuck and i'm gonna stop pretending like it's not happening it's happening what is he gonna do like right they did already buy a house and there is and his son is in the house so i'm looking at him like so now i'm concerned about the the daughters his son and Teresa. Like your son is in the home. Mm-hmm. You cannot be doing the same things, whatever right. it was. Get you a therapist or something because Teresa is not going to clock it until it's too late. But we all see the truth, which is why I'm saying it. it's understandable why Margaret wanted it to get out. Why she wanted people to know about the video, people to know about all of these things that he's done. And, and it, but it also makes sense as to what Teresa's saying is true. Teresa just doesn't understand the nuance and the context of it because that's just not her thing. I have a question for you. I have a question. I have a question. If you were dating someone, you're new to dating them. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say you're a year into dating them. Mm-hmm. And, and someone said, okay, listen, a recent, an ex came out and said that there's a history of domestic violence. What would you do? Would you be mad at them? So I would not be mad at, yeah, I might be a little upset at the front, at the okay. news. Okay. Like the person who is, that's why, you know, you get don't shoot the messenger from because they're the only person sharing this news with me. So then they're also the only person hat that's there for my reaction. Gotcha. So if I'm mad at the news, I'm going to probably be, have an attitude, but I don't think it would last long enough for me not to speak to that person. The problem is Margaret is not Teresa's friend. Mm-hmm. She never has been. They, they pretty much after the Danielle stop situation, it was never going to be okay again, because she's like, you basically consulted some what's with someone to attack me and on TV and just in general. And, but Marge still cares about Teresa. She's always fighting Teresa about why she's doing this because she wants to make sure she's okay. And it's like the, the code in Jersey is so weird, but like, yes, if it was abuse, I would probably not look too much into it. And I would probably leave if it okay. was anything else, I would probably take their word for it at first because okay. I'm like I'm building my life with this person okay not with the friend and not with the exes their situation is their okay. situation this is mine short of, of this physical violence just because you know I, I've seen it before and and it's not something that I really want to you know I obviously wouldn't want to deal with and I'm not going to give them that opportunity but other than that they were like oh well he's like backed on child support or he's like a liar or he cheated in the class week because I might bring it to that person that I'm dating and that will probably be it. Whatever they, I would have an eye open though. Teresa has all eyes and ears closed. Okay. And noses. Because that's, it. that's what, that's what freaks me out is that even when the information being presented is meant to be information, like we care about you. This is very, very Vicky with Brooks similar. It's very adjacent to that where it's like, we're presenting you information out of concern, but it's going to be, it's like being presented as propaganda against it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you're just trying to smear his name. And and Louie, of course, is doing that like with, you know, the exes are just crazy. That crazy ex mm-hmm. is just out there. And it's like, that's what Brooks did. Brooks, did, I verbatim, mm-hmm. you know, but these exes are out there in the blogs just saying stupid stuff because they're they're bummed. I picked Vicky over them. I'm like, wow. Yeah, because so she was here, a celebrity. And here we go. Here we go again. So it's like, it's, it's, it's scary mm-hmm. that we are now, 
like you're doing the same thing. But again, like you said, this is all very public and Louie knows he's got an entire Bravo audience watching him. So what is he going to do to Yeah, like what is his end game to take all her money? Like I doubt she has enough that you would even be satisfied with. Right? Like someone said, um, I was recording with Bravo, Bravo, Ducking Bravo. And she was saying that like, he has a lot of liquid assets. So he probably once was rich, but it's, it's very Anna Delvey-ish of like, it's easy to perpetuate the, the lie that you are wealthy and you have it in front of you, but it does not mean that he has it to, after it's spent, that it's sustainable and he would need help with that, which is where Teresa Mm -hmm. and her new home that she bought comes in. Because notice she, and you know what, if he did help pay for that home, she'd be the first one saying it. She'd be like, oh, you know, and Louie, we went on it together. You're and right. he is moving in and succeed. See, he has it. He's, she would a thousand percent get behind that. But she isn't saying that because that's not what happened. You're right. I think she's she, handing over the monies. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And so Marge is right to say something about it. If she's right to send it to the blogs, mm, question mark. So Teresa has a leg to stand on when she's like, you know, everyone. She does. Marge is a very good people person. When she followed me, I was so enthusiastic because I think she is such a fun person. She's easy. She seems easy and fun to know. But that's Teresa's point is that they're going to listen to whatever you say because she builds relationships with them. Mm. Like if Marsh sent me something right now, I would absolutely probably be dropping hints on this podcast alone, not mentioning her name. Okay. Like okay. It's, it's that easy when they build a relationship with you, but that's Teresa's whole point. So that's why it's like when they ask this, whose side are you on Teresa or Marge? It's such a nuanced conversation yes. because Teresa's not wrong. Yeah. And Marge is not wrong, yeah. but Marge calling her a disgusting lying bitch. I'm like, well, that's a, that's a, we went far because she said you are repeating rumors. Mm. She called her a, a bitch. Lie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear the bitch part. I thought you said you are a disgusting liar. Hmm. Maybe it was just liar and I internalized lying. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, Bonnie is so over so here mad. to start it all up. <laughs> <laughs> but it got Teresa so bad that she threw not one drink but two she just the first pushed one didn't land well me so she things. pushed another she one and that's when the red one dropped and I was like oh that was a good one it that went all the way it went all the way all the way yeah, down on her, her white it was like all the way down her left whole sleeve like drenched the entire Teresa. thing saturated it I'm sorry. I'm like, that's a good one. That was listen. A good it was it was the, it wasn't even like the t- the first round actually wasn't even that shocking, which is just showing that we're watching Jersey, so we're used to like violence oh, yeah. left and Teresa right. Things. Mm, yeah. It was the aftermath of it that was like, okay, now I'm like afraid of Teresa at this point. It was just that she kept screaming the white trap, <laughs> her yelling, "Get her out of my face!" When she was across the room, I'm like, Teresa, she's not in your face. Yeah, literally, you left. You she left. You're gone. You're, you're you're gone. gone. You left. You're across, you're downstairs. She's like, get her out of my face. Joe's like, okay, I don't know how to do that. She's not here. Um, I, I, 
okay, this is how, this is why Jersey confuses me. Right. When one person is right, the other person is right. Right. When one person is wrong, the other person is wrong. They yep. kind of like, they're always neck and neck and even on like the right yes. and wrong scale. They're always also a little right and a little wrong all the time. Always. All the time, which is why I'm like, y'all just sit back and enjoy yes. the fight. Like, thank you. No yes. one got to the hospital. Relax. Like, yeah. this is not, nobody. And she didn't even flip a table this time. She just tossed the drinks and pushed them over there. Maybe she wanted Marge to have a beverage. Maybe she thought she looked thirsty and pushed it over there and said, "Here you go." Who knows? I, like at this point now, it's like I I got the people up on my DM saying, you know. Are you going to say anything about her calling Marge white trash? And I'm literally writing. I don't have the energy to start up a whole war with Jersey. Like mm-hmm. it, it, right when I write that, then there's shit I could say about Marge. And then it's just going to I don't have the energy to start up. Jersey is such is just everybody is wrong and everybody is right on Jersey. Exactly. So exactly that. just sit and watch because literally from episode to episode and even like from <laughs> as I scroll Instagram, it's like mm-hmm. one po- from one post to the next. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. And then I'm like, oh, that's a good point. And then, oh, that's a good point. Like I cannot land on my choice on who I quote support in this argument. Mm-hmm. Same. There is no one at this point. No, <laughs> there isn't. Everybody is. I'm, at this point, I'm literally just enjoying the ride. That's yeah. that's it for me. Because after that, who knows? I just want to make sure that the daughters and his son are safe and okay. And that's it. <laughs> that's it for me. Yeah. Like, I don't really care much about anything else. I just want to make sure that they're okay because she does mm-hmm. have so, some young children, younger children yes. who are at home and his son seemed young and sweet. And I'm like, oh, why don't you want to be better for him? I don't understand. Mm. And it's just, and also just when they got to Nashville, you know, anything can happen when they all take a group trip, which is why they don't do it very often yeah. um, beyond going to Jersey because go to another state and they act out. So I can't remember. Why are they going to Nashville? What was the reason for just for no reason? reason. Yeah. What a weird choice. Yeah. I guess they, cause they're staying local. Um, but they usually just go to Jersey, like some other yeah. part of Jersey or upstate New York. The shore. Yeah. The yeah. Shores. Yeah. And, and lakes and stuff. But so now they're like, no, oh, change your pace. Let's go to Tennessee. I'm like, why? Do they not have any money to go like Canada? It was so weird. England like, or even somewhere the house, else. The neighborhood is just like a neighborhood. It's like, here's this house. I'm like, why? It's they're There's like, no even, view. They're not even in like downtown now. <laughs> it's so like, where bizarre. The fun, where the fun is. It's very interesting. It's I guess like a it was track Tracy's home. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tracy's Marge, thing where of course Marge knew the realtor Marge and then it just realtor, it was like course. this perfect segue for them to be like Marge knows everyone I'm like oh no this is oh, just yeah. opening the door for Teresa to say oh, something oh they did that on purpose did they I'm such a I sucker Monty I'm such I a know. gullible fool Chelsea too from oh yes I love when Chelsea <laughs> says so that it makes funny. me feel seen she's always like I I fall for everything. it. I do and too. And then I come on here and I talk to you and then all of a sudden I believe nothing. Yes. <laughs> like never, you know, they scope out anyone who's going to be on the show and even have a mic on them. So if there is a connection, like, cause Tracy got the realtor from who? I don't remember where she said she got her from. Oh yeah. Good point. Did they even answer she, that? 
No, but she just like found a realtor or something like that <laughs> for Dolores. Like Dolores was like, oh yeah, Tracy. Yeah, why did Tracy realtor. have the realtor? <laughs> and I'm like, it's not even Tracy's trip. So, mm. so she found the realtor. So if she found it, the producer <laughs> found it. They just this is why whenever I listen to your episodes, whenever I listen to your episodes with Chelsea, I'm Chelsea. And whenever you're like, Chelsea, no, I'm like, okay, I don't feel so stupid because Chelsea's also <laughs> like, you're right, Monty. I'm like, I, okay, okay, you're right. Of course, they vetted Tracy, the realtor, to make yes. sure she knew Marge and pretended it was Tracy's friend or mm-hmm. connection when it was Dolores' yeah. trip. It's like when they introduced um, Wendy on Potomac through Candace, because they were like, oh, yeah, she was an in, I was an intern for the Obama administration, and I've had tea on that for a while. That's in some earlier episodes. Um, she was an intern during the Obama administration, but Wendy is a political, like, pundit, like an actual lawyer or a political pundit, PhD professor. And they were like, see the connection? I was like, I don't. I don't see it actually because <laughs> there isn't one. The, the point is that's not Candace's friend who's introducing her to the group. That's the producer's new cast member. And they need someone they to that. make it a thing. Like, I hate how they like try to fit this into some sort of- yeah. They well, how, what would be a better way purpose. for them to do it what if they were what if they like had a dinner and they were like we're going to meet the new cast member and like let them walk in and let them they all... used to do that i've been Didn't watching they? old school oc like first and second third season oh, i haven't watched they, that in so long right they would actually go like almost the entire season without all getting together as a group interesting like, i'm currently at the place where like lynn had been filming the entire season but they're just now coming to dinner, all of them. Wow, that's old and that school. that famous scene where Tamara is asking Gretchen, she's like, you went to Bass Lake? Like, you went to Bass Lake while, she, while he's in, in, in the hospital? And But that was the first time they had all gotten together. And Vicky was giving Lynn a really hard time because she was new to the group. And she mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, Mm-hmm. Huh. but they that was how it worked you know they all had individual epi- like parts of the show and they would not be forced to all hang out they would mm. like these are literally their lives as housewives and then boom she's this new person and they didn't make such a fuss about like explaining her origin is what i'm saying does it work they would just say meet her yeah i was fine with it i think it works better than how critical we are as like yeah, because now society. we're sav- we're so savvy. We know we're on mm-hmm. to we're like, get apart. Not Candace's friend. They're like what at least 10 years apart. Like with Mia when and Karen. <laughs> Mia and Ka- wasn't Karen Mia's friend? Right. We're like, what? Right. When to me it would have made more sense for Karen to have introduced Wendy since she actually yes. knew her. Yeah. So even though she didn't like her at first, she should have they should have been like, listen, girl, you're gonna go ahead and do this job because we're sick of doing the work for you. But yes, yeah, the same thing. If if Tracy, who is new to the group and new to the show, found a realtor in another state for a main cast member's trip, it's the producers. And they probably found her because she is a in friend March. of Margaret's. 100%. And they, or if they found her and they found that connection, of course she's filming. Hell yeah. Of course. Yeah. She looked mm-hmm. so ready for camera too. Like of as course. soon as she came on, I had to like pause it and was like, look at her. She is like skinny, made up, 
hair done like she wanted to be. She's like, if you guys ever want to do a Real Housewives of Nashville. Yes, which people have been trying to get done for a, a long while. Time. We thought we had a, a we thought we had one, didn't we? Bit. Yes. Yeah, I remember I, that a couple last hope year. For that. Like, because mm-hmm. I actually wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Tracy was like, oh, small world. And Marjack is surprised. She knew she was going to be there. Think about it. If your friend who you used to work with was like, hey, I got asked by your job to come to your job on Wednesday. Like, just want to let you know I'm going to be there. You would know that. Like, they would tell you that. If she I'm such a sucker. So I was like, years, I believe Marge was surprised. <laughs> she's like, oh, girl, I'm filming for New Jersey. Ain't you on that show? And Marge is like, hey, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see you. Because also what realtor even sticks around. It's just, you. all you need to do is get an Airbnb. Like it's not, you don't need a realtor. <laughs> it's Nashville. There are Airbnbs everywhere. I'm so If gullible. you can get one in like the Grand Canyon, like in the desert, you can get one in Nashville, Tennessee. You're so gullible. I, I really no. believed March. I really believed March was like, wow, I had no idea she was coming. I was fully convinced. All the other times they've ever gone to another house. I mean, even when in like South Carolina, when Atlanta went to the house in South Carolina for Bolo, the realtor wasn't there because they Airbnb it. <laughs> In Kenya, I'm still mad at her lack of hosting skills on that trip. That crab cake, I will never forgive her for the crab cake. Oh, no, that was terrible. Like, you need to get crab cakes for everybody. And if you can't afford it, just say so, girl. Yeah. You don't get a crab cake. You don't Postmates just yourself some food. Yeah, like, oh, I got $40 for me. No, ma'am. You need to have 200 for everybody. Or Mm -hmm. get a crab dip and a fresh loaf of French bread. That a baguette. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even eat crab, but I know that's what you would do because I'm uh-huh. a good host. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And I don't even know who's hosting this trip. And that's probably why we couldn't get a rain on it when uh, they were going out. Like, all I know is I liked most of the girls' outfits when they went out. I thought Jen looked really good. And it's nice to see her and Bill in like a rehabbed place and Bill and the guys in a rehabbed place. Like Joe was like, we missed him. Like, He's part of the wolf pack. It's not the same without him. Yeah, because he makes all of y'all look like you're not even drunk enough. Because yep. Bill gets like passed out wasted. <laughs> and they all look like, see, we're not as bad as Bill. So we're doing fine. <laughs> but I was really happy to see, you know, him trying and her trying. And her outfit was really cute. Do you think all of her Chanel is real? Uh, Jen's? Yeah. You know, I, this is not my wheelhouse. I am not a fashion forward person. So I'm mm-hmm. like, sure. But then when mm-hmm. people, when people show like the side-by-side the authentic thing, yeah. I'm like, oh God, yeah, that's really fake. So like, yeah, no. I don't even notice what people are wearing are made anymore. <laughs> Some right? of the things I'm like, I don't think they make those um, because if they did, and if they had the money, then these girls would not be running to go get those, the uh, chuh and nail earrings that they get so much because they're like look at us we got real earrings oh my god and they're so excited about it but also and this is not hopefully going to come off like as a cultural thing but like from where Jen's family is from they have the best replicas in the world really like all of my Persian friends are like girl you go to Turkey and get the best 
knockoffs and re replica. They're not even knockoffs. They're so well done, like ever. And I, and these are from friends that have lots of money. They're like, okay. you know, they'll have a lot of replicas of like Burberry, but then drive a BMW because they put the money where it matters, like the house and the car and things like that. But so I'm not mad at it at all. But I'm like, if she does have some replicas, I would love it if she could send a link. Right? <laughs> and, and if we're going to Turkey Girl, say that. I'm happy to go. Do you I think she'd ever it. admit that? I don't think she No, I don't. Ever I think admit admit it. in that it's like, it's not as easy to tell. Because even hers that are... I can't even tell. And I am, I like fashion. I like to look at authentications. I've watched shows on my authentication because I get bored and I really enjoy that. And I'm still like, I can't always tell some I can, some I can't because they're that damn good. So she, I mean, she got, she went to China to get all her furniture. She, yeah, is she did. Good you're right. You're right. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. She did. She wants the look, but she doesn't want to always have to pay the price, which is understandable. So she actually probably does get a good knockoff then. But oh, I yeah. forgot about the China thing. Yeah, she's not above traveling to get the good price for the things that she thinks looks nice. I mean, she went to Turkey for her nose job. There you go. And her husband's a plastic surgeon. That didn't make any sense. None at all. When I had and to quite Rhea, frankly, he probably would have done a better job. I'm not, I'm well, just saying because he knows you. When Taria said it perfect when she came on my podcast, he could have at least recommended his like a friend around the corner in new york somebody like he has to know another doctor that he's like don't i don't want to do i i can't deal with you as a patient but go to my friend over here right he's like miami not available like could we ask like where do the girls in new york get their stuff done can he can they go there because ramona looks like she's 51 and she is not you but I don't get it. He said, I don't yeah, get it at all. when I she to said to, to him, she said to him, I'm going to go to Turkey. I found this guy on Instagram. He went, OK. Didn't vet it or anything. And that's why um, uh, the job could have been done better. That's all yeah, I'm going to say. I mean, if you like it, girl, I love it for you, but I don't love it. It has settled a lot better, obviously, than what it was. But my goodness. Yes. Like the process was. That was like a Vicky Gumbleson settle. Like, remember when Vicky like filmed an entire season with a new face? Jesus Christ. That was wild. The the way it was done, like as much as I know Tamara was being shady, shady, shady boots. But the way Tamara goes, have you, she goes to Heather. She goes, have you seen Vicky's face? And Heather goes, (laughs) yeah, she got a little something done. And Tamara goes a little something. And they cut over (laughs) Vicky's face because she had the chin implant just put in. She couldn't even move her face. Yeah. It was fresh. And then by reunion, it was fine. Yes. You needed like six months, girl. We needed some time to let that thing settle, you know? Ooh, like uh, one of my really great best friends went to LA to get her nose done. And I have not seen it in person. I saw the pictures and I was like, oh, okay. Um, And I haven't seen it in person. And she's coming to my bridal shower next weekend. And I'm like, I just, it just hit me. I'm going to have to see her new nose. (laughs) Oh my God. Fingers crossed. I mean, she looked beautiful before. She's still a beautiful girl. She looks beautiful now. She is um, one of like those friends that I was talking about who's like has 
um, comes from a really like, you know, good family, well-off family and still goes and gets replicas of things because she's like, girl, it's more important that I go to medical school than it is to me to have like in Louis Vuitton, like a brand new one or something. Um, but yeah, and her parents are very good at bargains and things like that. But I'm just like, did she negotiate her nose jobs price? Uh, yeah, she made it. She found a really, really good surgeon and they, um, she and her sister got new ones and they like bargained the price, interviewed lots of people, like talked to the insurance and got it. It was wow. like a lot. Oh no, literally. Okay. Quick, like ramp. Yeah. Uh-huh, because uh-huh. I have the attention. Her mom is so good at bargaining like she is like I think she should have been on shot the sunset like she's so good at bargaining she once saw a there was a coat at Nordstrom's rack a Burberry coat at Nordstrom's rack that wasn't in her daughter's size my friend's size at Nordstrom's rack she saw the same exact coat same season at Nordstrom for higher because the rack is cheaper and it was higher at Nordstrom in the right size she called the company the corporate company and got them to give her the right size from Nordstrom's for the Nordstrom rack price on a Burberry coat I want that mom exactly (laughs) I I don't have those skills I'm so like uh, I'm incapable of bar of negotiating I'm not good at it like I Mm -hmm. like I feel I get embarrassed I'm like, oh, no. I'm sorry. I'll end up like paying more. I'm like, actually, no, I'll give you more money. Let I'm sorry. The money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like opposite. Like I, I need that skill. I want a nose job so bad. I want to go to the doctor who did Kyle's nose, Kyle and Kim's oh, nose. I was going to say, has anyone ever told you that who watches uh, Bravo, that you are like a hotter Hannah burner? No, no one's ever told me that. I'll take I it. Hope that doesn't offend because I do think no, because she's, pretty, she's but hot. I think you're hotter. But and you I have, have very zero similar... makeup on. I can actually oh, see that. Wow, you have very similar features, but yours are in like a much more like softer, like look at me kind of way versus like a, a push, like aggressive, like. Hannah I actually is, get that. I could see that a little harder. She's like, but you have very like soft ones. But I'm like, you could be. You would be in like the the youth YA fiction section, the the, the twin who everyone liked in high school. And Hannah had to be funny because she wasn't popular, but you were like, (laughs) (laughs) and newsflash, it didn't work because Hannah's still not funny to me, but maybe to you. She steals material. Right. Uh-uh. I've seen her still a mini a tweet from yeah. many a creator of yeah. color as well. And I'm like, mm, I don't know about that girl. Why don't uh-uh. you just write your own things? And if not, yeah. why don't you give up comedy? Yeah. Jeez. Or ask your new, your fiance, if that's still a thing, question mark, question mark. Oh yeah. Right. Cause there was rumor they broke up. Yeah. But then she was also like just in Ireland. I don't like to offend people when they're like, uh, girl, we know we are Scottish, not Irish. I'm like, okay, sorry. But I'm pretty sure he's a big deal in the country he's from, but she was just there. Okay, so, I'm so like, they're together. Maybe they're together and she just wants to create mysteries. Maybe she can be asked to come back on something. Yo, when Robin cuts ties, they cut ties quick. Yeah, they do. Well, I bet, I bet she was like, I'm only coming back if Des can come back. And they were like, <laughs> Okay, well, bye bye, girl. Don't you see what we're doing to Danielle's boyfriend? Like, we give the Diddy Chop. Uh huh. Yes. Are you familiar with the Diddy Chop? No. Okay. So, <laughs> black pop culture reference for anyone who doesn't know, Diddy is notorious <laughs> for 
having events or going to big, beautiful parties with like everyone in Black Hollywood is there. Sometimes in like Hollywood period is there. And if he does not like the person in the picture, he will legitimately crop them out. <laughs> like two people, three people, one, it doesn't matter. And he will just be like, nope, these are the people that were in the picture that I care about. And you will see the other pictures and be like, oh no. So the shade room, which is like the CNN for black people. <laughs> um, they have notoriously named it as the Diddy crop. Because when you just don't like someone, the picture just suddenly abruptly ends on the person beside them's arm. So like, you know, the pictures that we saw of the volleyball situ- game situation, like the, the dress like me party. Uh-huh. It's like everyone and then abruptly were like on Lindsay's shoulder. <laughs> because Robert was next to Yes, people really think that he was there. There are some people like, we know he was there, but for some reason they keep chopping him out because also um, someone was mentioning there was no Danielle and he was Danielle. Like he was dressed as her and there was no Danielle because he was the Danielle. So he was on the, the other team. I think so. We just know that he wasn't there. And then she, I don't know if she, if we're going to call it lied, but she made it seem like he wasn't there. Like she's like, oh, so sorry. He couldn't make it. And people were like, girl, he made it. We know he was there. We remember when y'all filmed. Remember you lived your whole life on social media? Remember? And he's like, oh yeah, because his costume would have been great. And I'm like, you mean Alex? Don't know why he's not coming. Oh, Alex. Yes. We don't know why they're diddy cropping people out of Summer House this season, but they, Paige's theory is that he's too nice. So they just took him out of the show. And I'm like, you know, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he doesn't start any drama. So then just have like a screenshot B-roll footage of him looking while everybody else is fighting. Because those people, the nice people to make the funniest faces. Yeah, and he and he actually is kind of, he's funny. He has little funny, like little kind of, he has like dad joke vibes. Yeah, and I love a good dad joke these days. Yeah. When you when you teach children, you tend to appreciate a dad I joke. I bet they you will do. laugh their butts off. I bet. They think it's the funniest thing in the world. Okay. Yeah. You can do anything and they think it's funny. So I'm into that vibe. But also he just seemed kind. But like because he's not interesting enough or fight, you know, confrontational enough, you crop him out. Honey, who need all the people on that cast you can get? I hope they address it at the reunion because it's just inexplicable. It's like we've never we've never in in the in the history of Summer House seen them intentionally delete someone from a weekend because we know that he used to be on it. Like they used to show him, and then all of a sudden, boom, gone. And it's like what? And it's one thing if they're not there for a weekend. Like for example, they're like Luke isn't coming this weekend because he has friends in town. Totally normal. Like. Lindsay's in a wedding. She's not going to be here this weekend. We saw Alex at Lindsay's party. We see him in a few scenes. Like we see him in the background, mm-hmm. but they're cutting him out of the episode <laughs> completely. So why are so we, why are wild. we doing that? Like, <laughs> why are you guys mad at him? If you knew that he wasn't interesting or something, you should have told him not to come in the beginning or you should not have shown him from the first part of the season. It's like messy production. It's like, you guys, you vetted him. You invited him. Right. You, you knew he was going to eat a pound of turkey for breakfast. <laughs> Oh my God, this is like a random fun fact. Why do I know this? But for people who ever watched The Bachelor, Sean Lowe from like 
a million seasons ago. He also only eats a pound of turkey with nothing on it and broccoli for dinner, like all the time. It's disgusting and weird. Like flavor is good for you. Enjoy that. Why are people so averse to using spices? And what do you mean? Like he puts no seasoning on it? No, he just grounds and stir fries the turkey. Well, he has his wife do it because traditional patriarchy um and she makes it for him and it's just turkey and listen that is offensive isn't it because okay look i'm not mad i'm not mad at turkey and broccoli because at the end of the day fine you got some protein you got your veggies but if you are on top of some spaghetti and a little sauce if you don't season it then what are you doing that's just cruel and unnecessary for your punishment to you people are like oh my god seasonings add calories but it also seasoning doesn't even add calories salt and pepper is not calories you idiots all right i'm I'm unnecessarily mad now but it does add joy and if you're going to be eating (laughs) healthy you need joy you need it because otherwise if i'm eating just that and i'm not throwing a little like you know a little garlic powder a little tony's creole seasoning on it guess what i'm gonna eat after that a chocolate cake because i'm hungry i'm ordering mcdonald's after that you're like i want some yum I'm literally going to finish that meal and be like, well, that did literally nothing but make me mad. So I'm going on DoorDash and ordering McDonald's. Why is Chipotle so popular all the time? Because they season the fuck out of their food and people enjoy it. And they have things for your healthy behind. So why don't you go eat that? That is offensive to food everywhere. It's so sad. But yeah, I don't know why I randomly know that. Because I like to watch a lot of celebrity wife swap. Just when it's people that I like I that I know when it's like you know reality tv castaways they go yep. to two places wife swap or marriage boot camp oh I do like marriage boot camp that's the two places that they go we've had many a housewife on marriage boot camp we've had a Brandy Glanville and her family um a Taylor Armstrong Taylor Armstrong Richards. yeah and Kim Richards oh yep. I didn't we see the Sadie Kim marriage her boot fake camp. boyfriend for a day like yeah, they'll just find people and hire them to be their person so they can be on TV and make money. Yep, yep it's yep. a paycheck. That's like the place that you go when you fall from reality TV grace, if that's what you would call Bravo and Housewives. Although lately, true. I don't even think Bravo, and I love Bravo, but I don't think it's even like the the grace of reality TV. I think it's wherever Carlos King is. I think that that man is a legitimate genius in getting people to talk and open up and completely make fools out of themselves and then come back and do it again. I Amazing. I just I just just started Love and Marriage Huntsville and Ugh. it really does give it's like it is proof that he has a magic touch. Yes. We see like why you, we, like you just said he has so the ability to yes. so much for so many years. He worked on like I think eight or nine seasons like and those were the years that were amazing. And then all of a sudden he's gone. We lost Nini. We lost happiness and joy is gone. It's true though, mm-hmm. because he has a, it, it's producing reality TV is different than producing scripted. It's a whole mm-hmm. different beast. So he knows how to, like you said, he knows how to bring a heart to it. He knows how to talk to them. He know he just knows how to tell a story better. Yes. And yes. And can you believe season one is like of Love and Marriage Huntsville isn't even the good season? No, because I'm only on episode five. Oh my God. Oh. I'm so happy for you. And then when they get to the reunions, I think in like season two or three, where Carlos King is the host. I'm about to freak out. I'm about to watch. 
You lied to me. You lied to me. Thing ever when he and he and Taria is and Kendrick were the ones who were like, you need to watch up until season three or whatever, like his latest season. Because when they they find out that he is the host while they're preparing for the reunion. And he record he filmed the bullshit he interviewed the bullshit he produced the bullshit so you cannot bullshit him so when you're answering him it is a totally different beast and it's their boss so they have to be oh it's just so good i could rewatch the reunion every week and be happy so you're on a very fun journey my hairs are all standing up. you're on a great journey i mean love and marriage Huntsville was one of the best binges ever because we come at the top knowing and if anyone's gonna go watch it the men are trash, trash. there is no greater trash. trash of men than the men on love and marriage huntsville you want to personally deliver each woman like jesus on the cross like please come with me we need to get you out of here some and some are more indoctrinized into that belief than others, but you're just truly like, oh no, they're bad, bad, like terrible, terrible, terrible. But if you know that up top, it's just everything you watch is like, oh my God, like it is the wildest show. It's so good. So crazy. So you're on a really great I'm journey. I'm so excited. Oh my God. I'm happy God. for you. And That's... the story is better told to me than, you know, Jersey right now. Yeah. Well, because Jersey, it, nothing even happened on this episode. Thank Teresa you. Teresa moved. They went yep. to Nashville. Drinks were thrown at the end. Because yet again, it was a filler episode. I did this, uh, I think it was two episodes ago, where I watched and took note of how many filler episodes, filler scenes there were. I timed them. And I, and I went through and said, okay, we could have cut that, that, that. And I cut like seven minutes of filler scenes and said, okay, we could have used this then from the next, because, you know, they always put the next like review out. We could have used that entire scene in this one. And we could have, because I would prefer a shorter season full of meat than any filler episode. I resent filler episodes. I get offended. Crazy because New Jersey is one of the shortest seasons. It's always and when we got the mid we got the mid-season trailer on like episode four. I was like, I'm sorry? Yeah. Why are we in a mid-season trailer already? We are not in a place of mid-season. But yet Salt Lake City and Beverly Hills that went on 27 episodes. And we'll be here for a third of the year. No, <laughs> Salt Lake City went on too damn long. I, like, yeah. I was tired. We like started it in like 2020, it felt like. Yes. And someone, um, I did like a, you know, share me your hottest taste. And they were like, yeah, it's chaotic, but it's almost like too chaotic. Yeah. It's a very chaotic season. And there's yeah. so much of it. And I think that because there's so many, but you want to know what it is? It's because the formula is, is too adaptable now. They know what it takes to be on this show. They know what it takes and they're willing to do it. And the problem is though, it's not authentic. Exactly. authentic? Your sister-in-law begging on her knees in front of you to stop quote unquote hurting us while your husband and your brother tussle on the ground behind you in a very empty room. Yep. Very empty ballroom. Yep. That is authentic. (laughs) We cannot duplicate that ever again. And that is why people fight so hard to not get rid of Teresa because yeah. everyone understands sure the show would be better off but it would almost be too under it would be too it would be too um cohesive 
Mm. The fights would not be grand enough. You wouldn't, Jennifer would have to th- take the whole thing. Jennifer would have to take the, the, exactly. She'd have to no, be and she's one not and only. Capable of that. She's good at being like a secondary, you know, foil to most of the other alliance and that's it. But because mm-hmm. she's doing it on the bit of Teresa, like she finds her own problems with yep. them and she pursues that. But we can't get rid of her if you want to keep New Jersey. If you don't, then sure, yep. toss her. But you can't recreate that kind of delusion. You can't recreate that kind of oversensitivity. I mean, Margaret calls you a liar and you go nuts. And then she said, oh, now I have to admit, Margaret, this was a little villainous of you. She was like, it's a good thing. You're not still on parole. Ouch. Ouch. It reminded me of whatever Dorinda said to Luann. Oh, and when they were in like Cartagena, I, I didn't get a mug she, shot over it. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I would have found another drink, but um, it also was like, what the fuck does that even mean, Marge? <laughs> right. What are you going to call the cops? Are you going to sit in the jail? Like, what are you saying? You're going to, what are you going to do now? Like, come on now. Right. Like, what does that even mean? If you're still yeah. in parole? I mean, clearly nobody cares because, you know, Erica Jane and Jen Shaw are like currently like in trials or court systems with like active charges and they're running amok, having fun, tossing home thousands of dollars from other people everywhere. I'm upset because Jen is her case has been postponed anyway. So what we thought we were going to get a whole we thought we were going to get a trial season season three but now we're not even going to get that and no one's going to be able so to even talk watching? about it so can we just cancel this fucking season i'm so annoyed push it because Teresa push it until the, the trial i mean same thing with beverly hills we thought we knew what we were getting into when they were when they were filming you know this this upcoming season but now we know that there are a billion more charges filed against erica herself like uh, the new the lawyer is suing for other things now the lawyer meant to help with the trust and all of that is now like oh no this all whole thing was a front and she is involved allegedly and we're gonna prove it I'm like and now we don't even get that that's what I wanted have you seen all the blinds too about the newbie Diana no share uh, some please I almost feel bad sharing this because ignorance is truly bliss um oh but once again like so hi vet these people there's no way they didn't they didn't see they didn't see this because we can just google and we find it and it was the account um give them kamala or kamala how do i say her name i believe it is kamala kamala right i feel like an asshole okay um all right so Allegedly, obviously, but she's tied to a lot of like Middle Eastern billionaires. This is just part of these alleged things. But the biggest thing that I am more disgusted by is that she's allegedly one of those like wealthy women that traffics like poor girls in Jesus. Yeah. Um, And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like one of those rings. I can't watch her rich ass enjoy. And so that's what's such a bummer about it because like go go to her page. She's got a highlight on all of all of these things. Um, There's something with Hayden Panettiere too that's linked to it. Like apparently Hayden is connected to her mom did something terrible. Like I'm I'm butchering all of this, but check out her highlight on this because it goes into full detail. But if even one tenth 
of this of this is true yeah all of that needs to be false unfortunately like there's we don't have a we don't have any room for any of that to be true like not a percentage not a like not a crumb but the problem is where there's smoke there's fire like you don't create real weird lies like that and believe it or not if people are going to create rumors about you they're not nearly as elaborate as people would think they're not but people aren't good at doing things on command they they don't know how to like produce it they don't know how to um relay it they stumble if it's truly a lie like it's hard for them so where there's smoke there's fire but again that's why she fits on beverly hills because they're all smoking they're just kind of glad that erica is the current one on the chopping block and what do you think about the alliance on beverly hills i'm confused it's very clear we have one i so I find it funny in the, I mean, granted, the trailer is editing to the max and I fall for it every time. So it's trying to like piece together storylines is hard because they, they, they're telling us what they, what they want us to think. Right. So it's, it could not be accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, Kyle being upset that Erica wants to come for Kathy because Erica's sick and tired of being the only villain. Um, it's funny. I'm like, Kyle, you helped make this monster. You guys, you guys wanted so badly to back up Erica, and I'm still not sure why. I guess we don't know because it's the whole innocent until proven guilty. It's got to be because the hell out of him, the same way Jen Shaw did for Whitney and Heather. Is it is it because they don't want anyone digging up in their stuff? Is it because of that they're afraid of Erica in some weird way, and they think that if and Erica has convinced them that if you let and help them take her down they will be next right that is not true if everything's above board I mean as long as your husbands didn't and that is why Erica was so offended when um they were talking with the husbands about it and they were they were kind of laughing because she was like we had an agreement I mean we know they did I mean I think um it was just pointed out to me the other day that uh, Renna tapped Dorit's thigh when she was going too hard when Erica wasn't there about the mall and you know the whole diametrical opposite thing because I'm like in the it, they really want to go after her they know that what she's doing and what she is alleged to be have done is terrible they know it and they're trying really hard to tow that line and you can't tow it there is a right and wrong here. You can't be in the middle. And that's where, because you create all of that and you uplift this person to thinking that they are not as bad as they have been portrayed to be because they believe it and now you believe it. That's where you get sound bites like you want to side with the victims because you think it's cool, but I only care about me. I don't like that entire sentence should be replayed in court a thousand times. A thousand times. Of that alone, she could go, she should go to jail. Cause like you admit there's victims, you know that there's a side and you're not on it. You don't care about the victims. You only care about yourself. And you think that we're all somehow only cool or signing with the victims. We think it's cool. No, because we have morals. Like, it's not like, oh, yeah, since 2020, we now side with victims and, you know, we want to make sure people are okay and civil rights and all these things. No, girl, most of us <laughs> already had these morals because we're not con artists. What are you talking about? You don't think it's cool to side with plane crash victims who lost themselves, their friends, their families to like be on board with them getting their money? 
Erica is the epitome of like she thrived like back in the 90s when like when people still believe that, you know, poor, innocent, rich, powerful people are being accused left and right by these evil victims just out there trying to get their money. That whole narrative that like powerful people are being falsely accused left and right is something Mm -hmm. they perpetrate. They perpetuated that. When in reality, victims that are that have no power have been widely, widely disbelieved and have yeah, had like, a hard time getting do? their voices out because powerful people created the narrative that more people believe. I remember thinking that when I was growing up, like, man, just those people just want their money. They're just out for their money when they're like or, you know, justice. I don't know. Just some justice, maybe a little bit of justice. Like, what am I Hopefully. doing? Like Bumble BFF and seeing if there's like <laughs> something in each girl's bio that's like, I'm a victim supporter or like join my care about victims club. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, girl, it's not a meetup. Like, yeah. <laughs> not, like going to happy hour once a month and having yeah. like, conversations like how we should care for victims. We're not like an organized group. It's just simply people have morals yeah. and they have empathy. And they are not so ghastly materialistic and narcissistic that they help someone that they know is doing something wrong. Like Erica's not an idiot. I've said this a million times and people are like, oh, whether she knew or she didn't know. I'm like, she knew she chose not to investigate or change anything because it benefited her. And at that point he was like, you know, I've been doing this for a million years, like whatever. And now he, because he's been doing it for so long and he's so old as a girl, you can take the fall. So that's what you get for letting him get away with it you're well, implicit and, and in that motion edelson filed he's he when he went on kate casey's podcast he said she blatantly lied and we have it like when she said remember that reunion where andy asked about some lawsuit and uh and erica said how about this uh they dropped it and they apologized. Do you remember uh-huh. that? Uh, yes. Edelson was like, that was a blatant lie. They didn't drop it and they didn't apologize. So we will be using moments like that in court because it's proof that she just made that up because she wanted to keep the image of Girardi mm-hmm. and Keese look good so they could keep getting more clients and keep getting more money. Right. So she's yes. lying. She's lying all these years, but people still want to believe that she, quote, didn't know because right. she could still be the front man, like pretending like she's just the wife. She didn't um, know. She is the front man because she has been defending Tom incessantly since like this all started. Not even just then, but the, before the charges even came out. You know, Tom's a workhorse. He's working. He just he loves his job. So what? It's like a walking commercial. So literally so hardworking and he cares about you and Aaron Brockovich and he's like I'm here to protect you and like the whole thing is oh so you got 500 million dollars yay we won for you you write your good review you're so happy oh but you don't need a 500 million at one time so here's a mill and then we'll just like give you a mill the next time you need it but that we saw in the documentary before all of these other charges came up these are ones that they won like they were these were lawsuits that they filed about their trust and their money and a lot of these people won them the judge was like give them the money that poor man who lost his girlfriend in the plane crash and the house and has like a bajillion surgeries a year he does need his million dollars every time that he he needs them all like those surgeries are expensive yeah. the insurance isn't going to cover them all like he's using that to literally maintain a life it's and, and, and especially when you are uh, going some kind of disability maybe you can't work or whatever yes, that's the other part that drastically that's the point of the money 
And that's why this, and I'm happy in this new Edelson motion that they're not just coming after Erica, they're coming after the whole law firm and and accusing it of being a Ponzi scheme because it is. They're like, he's, Mm -hmm. this guy's like, this wasn't even a law firm. It was a straight Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. It was a incessant debt criminal enterprise. It It was so, it's so backwards, especially because I remember us watching it and being like, I was supposed to go to law school and then I would watch Beverly Hills and be like, am I supposed to? I think I really should go to law school. Yeah. <laughs> then you can have a private jet. And a budget, Cause I know plenty of lawyers who don't do that. Like we don't well, have those things. And a plaintiff attorney at that, like that you're not usually rolling in the dough like that. Right. When you're like, a plaintiff's attorney, you're not I have like followers who are like, girl, I'm a corporate attorney. And while I make great money, I do not have a private jet. I have enough money for me to have three kids and a husband and a house. And that's great. But that's and that's great. Because I mean, two is that you're livable and you two make private jets. Money, but do you have a jet? What are you, Tyler Perry? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no. So the didn't even have a jet. Like, what are you talking about? Uh huh. Like exactly. it should not have gone down that way. So once again, we're going to get a whole season where we have more information when it starts than we did when it was filming. So we're not all going to be patiently waiting 22 to 24 weeks for the reunion. That's exactly bring it. it up. And it's because so now that I know this shit about Diana, I'm like, well, I don't give a, I'm so mad that I'm gonna have to watch a whole season of her and no one, maybe it will get brought up, but there was none of nothing about it in the trailer. So, because they're big on ignorance is bliss on that cast. Yeah, they don't care. They are like, oh, everyone in Hollywood, in Beverly Hills, everyone has secrets. But girl, we have to draw a line at some secrets. You being shady, your husband being shady about like a real estate listing, and you know, getting defrauding investors or something like that, or getting money out of it, whatever, is a touch different than trafficking humans. That's or what I'm saying. Money. I'm only touching the surface and being very general because I don't want to butcher these blinds, but please go to that account. Look into it, listeners, because I'm telling you now, it's it's a lot. She wrote a book, too, that has a bunch of stuff in it. She was, she's was she been hobnobbing with, there's a picture of her with um, uh, Jeffrey, um, what's his fucking name? Uh, the one who killed himself, the one who was trafficking girls. Oh, Epstein. Thank you, Epstein. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump. She's like shaking their hands and smiling with them. <sighs> did, just as she know, this did not work well for Ramona. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Don't do it. She's like back in the day, she's like being their buddy, buddy. So she's been running with a really dark circle of people for a while. So these blinds don't, these blinds have been out since 2018. It's not like this is new information that the producers who vet these people couldn't have had access to. And so oh, now, gosh. are you oh, on it? Yeah, I'm on it now. I'm like, y'all should go look at this. The very first opening screen is what do Justin Timberlake, Amanda Bynes, and Vitaly Klitschko have all have in common? He's the mayor of Kiev. Diana Jenkins from RHOBH. Like, it's quite a deep dive i think that people should definitely know before they watch or before they start standing because you know we have a history of we have a history of standing newbies very early because we i was excited like even in the in the trailer when they when sutton says i think you're a heartless woman and she says you need a new villain here i am i was like hey look i'm here for like a little cheesy camp scene between these two the theater blah 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 but then i see Mm -hmm. this and i'm like Okay, but <laughs> allegations of human trafficking, which is a rampant problem in that area, because these these girls are usually trying to escape 
their country and they're hoping to like immigrate to a better place and they're often tricked mm-hmm. into trafficking and this is what this woman was doing and we know this is a problem so yeah <sighs> I mean, listen the daily mail they love exposing people for all the things and they have a lot to say about him and uh his former ex-wife or his former wife diana his her ex-husband something about him making 75 million dollars a year see the time and that kind of money in like such wild like masses is does scare me because so scam goddess and if you like a scam i tell everybody you should listen to scam goddess Lacey mosley it's the best she always says you can't be that much of a millionaire without somebody dying somewhere <laughs> and it's both a joke and true like something not great or sinister had to happen for you to be that insanely solely well off at the top of whatever it is that you do you by yourself no it's some it's some secession shit going on exactly there's a little bit of logan up in, in 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 there where things happen and things just disappear and you have handlers and maybe it's not just you with the blood on your hands but like you put the blood on someone else's hands but at you like your command and we have questions that never come to daylight and that feels like that's where we're headed right now exactly oh god we have two criminals i know what is happening and we it's like exhausting crime we have been through enough yes it does make it better when do have shows like summer house that is so exactly (laughs) they were like oh okay it's a relief though because i'm like haven't we been through enough like like you know salt lake city was already enough i don't have the energy to do to do more of this bravo this is your job if you're going to bring a new cast member on it's your job to do this just a quick google search will get you here Mm -hmm. exactly it shouldn't take a hard thing to do like who is doing the vetting? Because that's the thing. I have talked to housewives of other franchises who have told me, like, no, there was a vetting process. I had someone sit down with me and go through my Twitter, like delete stuff, go through Facebook. Like, so then how did we get Jenny on Salt Lake City? If there was somebody who's uh, whose job it is to vet, which I would understand and appreciate if you're gonna be a public figure, go Please. through things and be like, so this is what they're not gonna like before we even put you out there we need to clean this up right now erase 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 how did we get a jenny yeah how do we have all these daily mail articles and we don't call up the the journalists themselves and be like hey girl you know from one media person to another <laughs> um can you me over that file like what's going on like what do you think like did you have a little evidence or like is there a like a thing and then they're like oh yeah girl we can send you the whole file it's real like here are the things you decide like where is the person and why are they not doing their job because like that's their job like that's their job you know like when you're like when I'm like hired for a job it's like were they just phoning it in like you know how like I always like to think about what it's like for someone at the office like is someone just like pretending they're like yeah 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 I did that and they like submit a fake report like they have to Mm -hmm. pull out like a form like check did it did it did it yeah did it did it and it's like no but you didn't and look where we are now like, but at the very least, you can give it like a little scroll through Twitter. It's actually so easy, right? What you do is you put the at of the person in the search <laughs> bar, and then you put a word next to it after a space. And if you're uncomfortable with that word, you can just type a few letters and see what comes up. 
and they'll give you all the things from as early as possible because it's that easy. Yeah. And also, if you're going to go on a TV show, just fucking get rid of your Twitter. Like, just delete it. Like, delete the whole thing. Yep. Start the whole scratch. thing. There are apps designed to delete the tweets for you. Yep. Because they know the girls get in trouble. Yeah. And here we are looking at the girls getting in trouble. Yeah. So, it's very yes. unfortunate. If you've got allegations like this against you, blinds like this against you, I think it's just safe to say, you know what? Let's not touch this one for yeah. a housewife. Maybe we just like maybe like a, a a quiet friend of or something. Because <laughs> at this point, you could have put Cherie on there as a full time cast member and made Diana the friend of if she's going to have a background that we shouldn't be looking into. Because anybody can get it, as we learned. Exactly. I would much prefer it be Cherie anyway. Because I while agree. filming, she was at the Oscars with Will Smith's kids and her kid like she was there and I remember posting like I have never wanted someone to have a long confessional more than now right I want to talk to Sheree about everything right <laughs> you need to just give her a mic and let her run with it okay right? so the other girls were at they all went to the Oscar party right afterwards like we need to let Sheree take this one so yep. that to me that alone would have been enough to like promote her to full-time housewife because she has an end that we will never get back again she you think she doesn't want it? Hollywood. I think she did. I think they're giving her a trial. Okay. Because she's done it before. She was on yes. Hollywood X's and I used to love that show. Like she's not a stranger to TV. So she would have been good TV. I think they want to make sure that it's worth it, but it's Will Smith's first wife. She's worth it. Do you think she wanted more money? I mean, I think she honestly would have taken it anything. Cause I mean, I think Trey is old enough that she's not probably getting like child support anymore, her or her, her son. But you know, he's obviously Will is taking care of her in, in many ways. Like, you know, why wouldn't you? But that's what I'm saying. Like, of all the girls on that show, she's she and Kathy are the most like actually connected people. Like yeah. Crystal, yeah, too, because of her husband. But like your husband, her husband was Will Smith. Like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, we should have just given her a moment because he had a moment this year. Like, why is this not a contract? Me as a producer, I bet you Carlos King would have done it too. He would have been uh-huh. same day before she got out the bathroom. As soon as he saw what happened at the Oscars, he would have been like, "Here's your contract. Just need you to sign right here, here, and here. We've already sent it over to your lawyer. She emailed you with the edits, and we're good to go." Let's get you into a confessional right now. Is that bathroom <laughs> open? Is it free? Okay, can I get it? Can I get Andy and a camera? <laughs> like, you know it. You already know it. Like, a good producer would have been like, oh, we're just giving her the mic. I just love that. I love that her. moment in the trailer when she goes, You guys said yoga clothes. And Garcelle goes, Never, ever believe casual. Never, never. Because Garcelle got everyone gets busted with that their first season. Everyone walks in in Denise. casual and they're like, What? <laughs> No one ever, yeah. everyone always like, gets everyone just having drinks in your hotel room. <laughs> like we're literally just in the hotel room. We're nowhere else. We're just in here. And it, this is what? why I could not be a housewife because I am forever in cozy clothes. So I'm like, I would just be oh, like, girl. I know I'm not showing up like that. So if that if, doesn't work for if you guys, anyone could see the minimal amount of clothes I'm wearing on my body right now. I'm like, like are you hey, kidding? What? I'm in the house. I'm not wearing a caftan <laughs> like Kyle and a, like a gladiator, you know, Givenchy sandal. Hell no. Up the ankle through the, the calf to the knee. 
I'm like, that you know, took like so long for you to wrap around your whole foot. Hell no. <laughs> like, I am not an Asa. I'm not a Patricia. I'm not a Kyle. What did you think of Shaw's being canceled? I, I was, to be honest, okay. For the last two seasons, I felt like, so I loved, for, for the record, love Shaws of Sunset like Me too. I thought it was groundbreaking television for years <laughs> because <laughs> I mean they went to freaking Iran and they had right. Gigi talking about how she wanted to tear the wall down and how much controversy that sparked right. and, I mean they were willing how to Reza have couldn't go back and he didn't want to be in the, like in the line of the sniper like all those things it was that huge, was powerful. Huge yeah. conversations. And they had, and Reza and MJ, when they're good, they were amazing as friends. You understood it. Um, they always had a ton of conflict. They always had dysfunctional dynamics, but something happens to every TV show, like any reality show after about season, it goes between seasons five, six, and seven, I'll say mm -hmm. they get too much. They get fame and fortune and they got, they start to overproduce number one and they all start to get a little paranoid and they yeah. they start to freak out like they the cameras go up and they start to wonder who's gonna make them their storyline and who's gonna that's a great point and so i noticed that reza especially reza's always been a snake but he was good at hiding it because he was lovable um, but he, I was, I just recently did a rewatch. I haven't finished the rewatch, but watching it, I've, I've done about 80 rewatches just so we're clear. Cause that's, <laughs> you know, what we do as Bravo fans. Um, and, but Rez has always had a hard time, like landing and staying loyal. He's pretty good at backstabbing, but he always yeah. apologizes and come, comes mm -hmm. correct, but he starts to get, I think it's when him and Adam get married, like something kind of, he gets freaked out and yeah, they all... I think he's panicked in his own house. Like he's somehow like looking over his shoulder there, which naked Django, we kind of understand it maybe. Um, cause that's the first insight in that, but I completely agree with you because I also thought that I have hundred percent believe that he threw Gigi under the bus. I don't believe Gigi said it, but I think he blamed it on her. Yeah. So I have felt for a few years, like, oh, the show is, you can't do these shows forever, in my opinion, not as they are. You can perhaps start to do spinoffs and like, which apparently is happening on Peacock, only following the people that we originally all invested in, Gigi, MJ, Reza, and seeing them. Um, and now I even tweeted, like, we now have to like, basically, whenever a show takes too long to come back, we have to play. I saw that. Like, is it canceled or is it on Peacock? Yeah. So I'm, I was actually happy and relieved that it was canceled. Cause I was like, good really? Mike. Yes. Okay. Because Mike has freaked me out for a while. I'm, I'm in, I'm based in LA. I'm born and raised. So I've known Mike's reputation around town. Mike is a dirty, disgusting man. I've heard, I have heard, I have, you can see Jessie's it. And she would be like, and she married her husband, my uh, friend who used to podcast with her husband is Persian. And she'd be like, Oh, he's big in the Persian community. But like, we're all concerned. Like we're all like Mike, what? Like you should not have been down this path. You're like the, the, you're going like the wrong way. Like we are really concerned. Like you're not good to your women. You never should have divorced Jessica. Like, Oh, should she, like, they were like, always there are things about him and that brings true so to have more people confirm it he he has a problem like he genuinely yeah. has a sex addiction I think um and like has been I've just heard a lot of stuff that he does and so 
watching him with Paulina last season was like dark because I was like, mm-hmm. this is just there's so many signs that I'm seeing mm-hmm. right now. Um, so I thought, you know what, let's end this and let's let them ch- because Tommy wanted nothing to do with the show and it made it really difficult for MJ to get invested. I think they just needed to like reinvent it. And so I thought it was a good, healthy decision for everyone involved. I know that was an unpopular decision, but I actually get that with reality TV, Bravo's the only show that doesn't like do a ton of spinoffs of their popular shows. Like 90 Day Fiance does it all the time and and like other networks do that. So I think that Bravo, like for Vanderpump Rules, I think it's time for them to evolve that and turn it into another version. alleged Vanderpump Valley situation that Andy we think was a Freudian slip when he introduced Lala and Watch It Happens Live. That episode actually had a lot of great intel. I agree. Watched, I, who didn't watch, Lala talked about how um, the people who are still on the side of Rand, like basically the men being trash, what is this? Um, and LBP being a, you know, greedy narcissist who was once my fave, but, you know, off the show, everybody probably usually falls in my, in my I face. Missed, I missed what she said about LBP. The LVP, well, uh, Andy was saying that LVP had just hung out with him, uh, hung out with Randall while when they were filming the reunion, he mentioned that because Andy is shady boots. And he was like, wasn't she filming? Like, wasn't she just hanging out with him? And Lala tried to defend her because technically that is still her boss in a way. Um, and was like, I don't think she's done it recently, but like, I, and then she just made a blanket statement of like, if you think there are two sides and I don't want you to have to pick sides, but if you're still cool with him, then I am not cool with you. Like I'm done with you. I'm like, then that's picking a side. But, well done. Uh, but that was like a blanket statement in regards to the LVP thing. But both Toms are being dickheads. Sandoval has not like checked in on her at all. And Schwartz is um, hanging out with Randall, like as of recent. Um, and so Lala was like absolutely done with him. And then the most, her and Ariana are still friends, but the most supportive people have been Katie and Sheena. They have been the most uh, supportive, which actually made me happy to see that, you know, Sheena and her are, you know, still in a good place because Sheena, like me as a Taurus, and we're those people who we have big feelings, big emotions. We kind of keep them inside a little too much. And then when we, when they come out, they're like big explosion. But we almost always will come back and check on someone and make sure they're okay. Like, I remember having a friend that I didn't talk to for years. And then I actually saw that her parents divorced on TV because her parents were like of note of note at a certain point in life. And I remember reaching out to them like, I'm so sorry. And I love, like, we had a big fight and I was done. Like she disrespected me completely. But I was like, I just want to make sure you're okay. And like, I'm so sorry this happened. If you need anyone to talk to, like I'm here, like we're good at forgetting things. So it's good to see that Sheena is still on the side, you know, the girls, the girls are sticking together. And that's the one of the reasons why we like Vanderpump Rules is because we know at the core, they are friends. They, they are. are real friends. I had a friend, I had a friend uh, watch Vanderpump for the first time. And it was fun because she was like voice noting me throughout her whole journey. (laughs) And I like it is because she asked a few times. She's like, wait, so these people are friends in real life. I'm like, I know it's hard to believe. Question mark. I know it's really hard to believe, but they are. They truly can fight like this, but they hang out out all the time outside of the show. They have for years. They still do. It is changing now. Um, because they're older and real life shit is getting in the way. Um, I haven't finished the watch what happens live episode that you're talking about. I thought it was, 
like what I've seen so far, I only have maybe 10 minutes left, but I thought Maya yeah. did, I thought Maya did great. Love and her. I thought Lala and Maya together were great. It was a great episode yes. so far. Lala, you know, a thousand percent Lala was like, let's be friends. After yes. Because really, Maya's a real one. She's so cool. I love her. I, love I liked when her. Maya, I liked when um, uh, Andy asked Maya if he, uh, he goes, you, you said that Craig wasn't boyfriend, boyfriend material. Do you still think that? And she said, yeah. I said, ah! oh, I mean, to be honest, from watching Summer House and seeing how they started, this is how you know that like Instagram versus reality, because we were watching, we were seeing it through the screen and we were like rooting them on. And then we see it through the TV yeah. and we were like, oh, y'all kind of messy together. Like we <laughs> saw them pretty much wind Sierra up for their own entertainment we see you know because they were mad we see the whole Kristen thing happening there and he leaves and he hangs up on her or whatever like she's upset that he's hanging out with her it's like public it's all over the place and then she hangs out with some we see the kind of like tumultuousness of their relationship kind of like Kyle and Amanda like we're watching it so then when you we know you end up together later we're like we're not as um you're not shipping you as hard as we once did no. because we're concerned. Are you liking Summer House this season? Oh, I love it. I yeah, love it. Those, those palate cleansers. It's absolutely one of those palate cleansers. Yeah, so much is going on. Um, I want everyone back. I even want Alex back because I I think- <laughs> You want Alex to come, you mean, for the first time? <laughs> yeah, to come for the first- Because I, 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 what I love about this, the show is that they, they do really want everyone to become friends and get along. Mm-hmm. And so they don't like, they don't really like to just get rid of people. And when Kyle had that moment with Alex, it was like, you've been on quite a journey. You know, in the beginning, you were just like eating your broccoli and turkey, but now you're like loosening up. And mm-hmm. uh, I got to see a little side of Alex. I like a journey. I wouldn't be bummed if they didn't invite him back, but I- you know, I would like to see him evolve. Yeah, we but, can give some people some chances. Yeah, but I think that the whole cast is great now. I think Andrea was like a good missing link. I think Maya is the perfect missing link. So I think we finally found some new people that can come back. Yes, because I we had a hard time feeling that. Yeah, it seemed like it also it, it made Sierra more comfortable because yes. you know me also being a woman of color and you know being in a house full of all white people who are also all friends, you do kind of feel sometimes a little bit of pressure to like how do totally. I perform? Like I don't know how to be my one hundred percent self, and it made her feel awkward. And then toss on top of that, that Hannah basically manipulated the fuck out of Sierra so that she wouldn't like the boy that she liked. And uh, it was totally. so the girls that you come in trying to be friends with that manipulate you and all these things. So having Maya, you can see they have they've had moments together. They have they supported each other. Maya calling Sierra before her date, her blind date it was just so cute. I was like, friendships, good girlfriends. I know. Any <laughs> like, and I love that Maya is really willing to face fears, vulnerable, be vulnerable while she does it, cry about Mm -hmm. it, explore it and do that all on camera. You know, like this is, she's in a pretty, um, I wouldn't say vulnerable place, but vulnerable place. Cause it's a, it is, she's like, Mm -hmm. she's, she's on the cusp of learning a lot about herself. I really relate to Maya. Cause I feel like, Oh yeah. She's super relatable. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of going through that too. Like if I was dating now on camera, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. I'd be crying too. Cause it's, Oh yeah. I'd be learning so much about myself. And I would be like, I would be like, why is he calling me all the time? I'd be like, I feel like I just connect to her a lot. I'm an introverted, I'm an introvert 
introverted extrovert or no, I'm an extroverted introvert. So like, mm-hmm. I seem like I'm pretty outgoing, but I really need a lot of alone time. But- Same. I am a definitely, a, I think they call it an ambivert where you're like, you're like a balance of both. Uh-huh. and uh same because I do this and then after this I need to be like by myself for like six hours like yes in bed, like yes like, no 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 yes <laughs> yes and then like that's why and that's why Instagram is good because you can be active and like seemingly and you're like and then you're like but you're like no one's talking to me but yeah, I can like can interact hop on, hop off. it's great Totally. So I, so Maya has, and Maya has a genuine relationship with so many of them now, like Robert and her connect because they're chefs. So then Danielle and her have a relationship and then Carl and and Maya have a friendship. And so she's connecting with everybody, but she still has a group, which is Paige. And and so I, I am, I really am liking this season. I also like that. I'm seeing Amanda and Lindsay and Amanda and Carl really getting close. Like these people are truly friends and it is a breath of fresh air because when Southern charm starts up, you're going to see some genuinely toxic group of friends, which Craig is a part of. So we're going to feel more. Like we're going to see boyfriend material. We are going to see Paige on there too. And I'm really curious to see how she interacts in there. Catherine alone. I'm like, Catherine. because Paige is everything. I think Catherine wants to be. I really do. I think Catherine absolutely wants to be the conventionally gorgeous girl. Oh my God. Mike is. I've always oh thought Catherine God. was pretty, but the amount of work and things that she's had done makes her look so generic in a way of like, she wants to be that girl. She always wanted to work in fashion and be like an influencer, but she wanted to go to her friend's store. She didn't want to own the store, have ambition. She wanted to be like the fun fashion girl, which Paige is. She's like a style person. It's her whole job. She has a show about where she can do all of that. She doesn't have to fight with her friends necessarily. She just has fun in the summer. Catherine wants to like give off that easy breezy. I'm on a boat vibe. Like she is everything that Paige that is. So they're either such- going to completely collect, click. Or completely clash. That's such a hot take. That is so accurate. Even when you look at her Instagram, like the filter she uses is like, like Barbie perfect. Like, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I'm triggered by Paige. Like when I was in my twenties, if Paige was near me, I'd be like, get away from me right now. You like naturally petite little tiny girl that all the guys want to pick up. Get the fuck away from me. Yes. She, um, she is definitely somebody that I probably would not have wanted to be friends with, but for some reason, I also find her to be in real life, like in a weirdly, not like in an insecure way, but a little bit more guarded. Like she yeah. is not as open and fun as she is a little bit more like careful. Controlled. And, yeah. Controlled. Um, she did like an interview with Paul, her daddy, like two years ago. And when I was still listening and it was after Hannah Burner had been on there like twice or three times at that point. And Hannah, you know, we'll connect, we'll click with anybody who's going to get it to the next level. And mm-hmm. obviously that was even before um, Alex Cooper, the host of Call Her Daddy, like went off the ramps of like being like the biggest podcast deal ever. Um, but she just knew it was coming. But she had really a huge podcast. Hannah was on there a bunch of times. And they clicked instantly. They were going on each other's and it was very clear. So when Paige finally went on there, it felt way more controlled and cautious because it was almost like, who's this bitch trying to take my friend from me? I don't know if you'll like me the same way. Like she was like, she even said something like, I mean, yeah, Hannah said it was a good time. So I guess I thought it would be, yeah, I came on here. Like 
she was so not herself in a very much more calm and like docile way. She opened up over time, but I'm like, okay, so some parts of her, it actually made me soften to her because I was like some parts of her, she is, we think of her as the cool, pretty girl, but she's just as insecure as like all the Disney Channel movies make their out, make them out to be. Like someone could be throwing me in any minute. I don't even know if I asked for this, but like I didn't ask to be this beautiful or have this much attention, but I'm like leaning into it. And I don't really know if my friends are my friends or if they're friends with me because I'm pretty or stylish because that happens. And so she's like trying to hold on to a little bit of life and peace that she does have. And unfortunately around her, her life is kind of shallow. Like it, 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 it has to be, but her on Southern Charm will be definitely quite something to see. I'm curious if I may also make a little like um, appearance because we like keep Danielle. getting appearances. Yeah. Cause we keep getting appearances from Southern Charm on Summer House that I didn't ask for. <laughs> Who wants to see Austin? Not me. I don't even want to see Craig and that's her whole boyfriend. <laughs> like I, don't I have I people. I like Austin was absolutely terrible but I like I have a feeling he won't ever be back again on anything no no no, no on I mean on summer house I have no, a they feeling will not, they will never and Lindsay will put her own foot down but yeah like, no there will be zero reason <laughs> no one is having him back at all like to see such beautiful amazing boss lady girls fighting over this man I am just like what spell do you have you are literally you have to be a villain because there's no way that Lindsay and Sierra literally one of the prettiest people two one of the, the most beautiful people, they're gorgeous people. they're boss bitches and Their they're fighting bodies. over a man who looks like a thumb I don't understand I have to tell you that um I have trash taste so I understood oh my it. god the ugliest, you, the ugliest men are the ones who get you going crazy. I see. Cause what the hell? I don't get it, but I'm because happy that- the ugly, I'm telling you the biggest, the alcoholics, the, the, the losers, the, the ones that are mediocre when they, it's like you, they, they need to study what they do to the human brain because they activate like certain things in the brain that mm-hmm. send crazy mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I swear it could be studied. I swear they could put a, like a, one of those Probably. sensors on the brain. And it's like, because it's like when someone that isn't that like for some, if Andrea was doing it, it's there's something happens. And when some right. mediocre looking guy is doing it, you're like, hold on, wait, why are you doing that? For some reason yes. you doing that. I need you to stop doing that because then I want to mm-hmm. reject you or something it's something because you know at least austin has a like a platform and has money because i was all crazy about this bartender i worked with when i was in my early 20s and i'll tell you what he was a mess and i was like mad that my friend was like kind of talking to him like just because she came into the bar to see me one night and i was like were you talking to him are you flirting with him (laughs) And we had a fight about that it. That is your flirty face. I know it is. You know I know what you, I saw you were being kind of, fr- no, I know what you do. I know how you get like that. And yeah. she, we had a Carol, fight. We went to college together. I know your flirty things. Okay. Okay. And that happened. So, mm, so and so with, Lin- I actually don't think Lindsay was necessarily fighting over Austin. She was just like, she was. Uh, that's to be that's debatable she Lindsay's just fighting not like just trying to get any guy like Lindsay's mm-hmm. like she plays the like quality 
quantity over quality game. She's like any guy, like I will take any person into this orbit. Sierra was straight. Like I want him because she's young and I've been Sierra. And I'm like, Sierra, I've been you girl. Mm -hmm. Back when I was like naturally thin and thought I was fat. I was like, back in those days, I miss those days. I would love, I would kill to go back to the weight of when I thought I was fat. That's always how it is. Always. I remember I started a entire like weight watchers in high school because I was like, oh my God, I am so big. And I hadn't been dancing anymore for like a year. And I was like, I've lost my dancer's body. Oh my God. I was a dancer too. And that's when I stopped dancing. (laughs) I too was, I did like competition and things. And I was like, I'm losing the body. Like I had an injury. I can't dance anymore. So I'm losing my body. So I'm just going to go ahead and get on Weight Watchers as a 16 year old. Because that's healthy. That's what you do when you're ED recovered or eating disorder recovered. Uh-huh. You go on a diet plan. That's yep. what you do. Uh-huh. You, and, track, you track all of your calories and you make yeah. sure that you beat yourself and, and up points. if you go over. Oh, yeah. And if you eat a Subway sandwich, you're like, oh, I need to clock that. Can't have dinner. Had a Subway in uh-huh. high school. Can't go to Starbucks with my friends or Panera because, uh, during my, my off-campus hour because on oh, the points, I've already reached my, my limit for the day. So yeah, and then now I would kill to go back oh, yeah. to that weight. Like a kill. Literally. <laughs> kill. I love my body now. And I'm like, why didn't I have this love for me then when I was like a full <laughs> thing? Like, okay. <laughs> Emily, before we wrap up, what else are you watching? What else are you loving right now? What else am I? Oh, oh. Jersey Shore. I have never seen one really? episode of Jersey Shore in my life. Until... Oh, you're just congratulations. You found joy. I okay, so I just so as a reality fan, reality TV fan, I do know the magic of um first seasons of of shows. Like you never get them back. And mm-hmm. I the first season of Jersey Shore is a, I, I was a joy to watch. It really yeah. was. I knew as I was watching it, I was like, take it in, Emily, because you're never I can see already in season two. I'm now to season three. I was like, oh, I can see how this is going to get real toxic because uh-huh. the cast is basically just drinking, partying, fighting. And so year after year, this is going to keep happening. I and then I started like Googling what's been happening with them like oh okay this gets really dark this Um, was a a once in a lifetime thing a lot of them fell off for a long time they did do their family reunion show which got a lot of positive feedback but it pretty much took like everyone growing up 10 years having babies and or marriage and divorce like and I can't wait to watch that like I can't wait to get to the point where I watch the family reunion because I I would like to see how they grew up but that Ronnie character Oh Ooh, yeah, that, that's that's I, I mean everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> like you then start to realize why Sammy does not come to like anything. Like she does not want to be involved in reunion. Like she, they've met, they've had some with her, but in some success in like her, you know, recent interviews and things. But she does not like to head back down those roads. Uh, and we kind of understand why. Um, really, we all watch because we just want to recreate that magic moment where Snooki and JWoww, with names like that, are writing a letter <laughs> to Sammy about Ron's quote unquote cheating where he was motorboating. Yes. Girls. 
press in the club. In Multiple all, like, fat in, women. In sincerity, like in all sincerity, typing that up and like Snooki is Multiple like- Multiple fat women. And just not great language, but it is very funny. It's just so wild. Like what a time, what a different era. And, and like putting it in her drawer and then like having the guts to be like, I'm not going to admit I wrote it like for a whole season. And now it's like a, a gift for the ages. So yeah. So uh, well, congratulations on that journey. Thank that sounds you. like fun. Um, I have been watching the ultimatum on Netflix and I highly recommend it. A bunch of people have told me it's crazy. Highly recommend it. It's <laughs> so good. I've explained it before, but I'm going to explain it again for anybody who's new here and listening um it is six couples I believe and they all are in an ultimatum someone's giving it and someone is having to make the decision on should they get married or not and they come to this like local place like all together everyone's in this ultimatum in their little love bubble and in the first episode Netflix breaks them all up and makes them go on like the dates with other people in the ultimatum group too and then they have to choose of the people that they have been like sporadically dating who they would like to live with as a trial husband and or trial wife for the next three weeks. What? And after all of that chaos, you're like, oh, wow, I think they're really a connection. I think I could see them. Plot twist. They have to spend the next three weeks with the person they came here with <laughs> and unpack all the things that they deal with the other person, conversations that they should have had. And there's a lot of competition of like, I think I grew when I was away from you, but I don't think you grew when you were away from me. I did grow. How do you know? Like, it is a wild ride. And then at the end, in the finale and the reunion just came out today, at the end, they have to choose if they're going to get down on one knee with the person they came with. Not at all, or with somebody else that they met there. Because there are some people who believe that after three weeks, that is their person. And as an avid Bachelor fan, I understand the thought and the timeline. But outside of the Bachelor, I'm like, this seems wild. (laughs) I am so impressed that they came up with that. Crazy. Like, it's wild. It's fun. It is not kitschy or like goofy, like a Temptation Island or like Love Island or anything like that. It's a lot more serious, like Love is Blind style. Like, they're taking this so seriously. They're all like under 30, all of them. Perfect. And because they're really like, you have to I've be been with this person since college. And like, they don't understand that the next step for me is this I have the career, the degree, the things I want a family and all this. It's usually the women. And then there's a couple of men that give an ultimatum themselves. And it's just crazy to see. And I hate to break it to people, but a lot of the men are also trash. <laughs> of course. I just, I'm oh, so God, impressed that like a team, a, a team of people had the best time being like, okay, guys, let's come up with the craziest idea. Yes. Ever. And that's what happened. And they kept like oh, one-upping each other. They're like, okay, let's call it. it the ultimatum. And they're like, and then we break them up. Exactly. And split them up. They're like, and then we, j-, like, they just kept going and going Oh yeah, and going. And it's great. It's so good. I <laughs> highly recommend it because I'm enjoying it so much. I also enjoyed you so much, Emily. Thank oh, you I so enjoyed you so much. On. Of course. a joy, a treat, a treasure. Um, please tell everybody where they can find you, listen to you, follow you, the whole thing. Well, first and foremost, if you are a listener of Monty's podcast, you better have already rated her five stars. You better already leave a review. You better already subscribe. So do that right now. 
Um, <laughs> and then if you are interested in listening to more of me, I, my podcast is called She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. You can get there, get that pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And I'm on Twitter, but like I'm never on Twitter. So you can go there if you want. Right. But like, I'm we never on are, it. But not. Um, and that's it. Great. Thank you again so much Thank for coming you. on. If you all did like it, please feel free to like write rate me five stars and um, you know, let me know your thoughts and the reviews. If you liked it, if not, I highly suggest you go listen to someone you do like and rate them five stars. <laughs> um, that's how we create positivity and good energy in the world, people. Because telling me you hate me is probably not gonna affect me because I don't know you but also it doesn't do anything for anyone else so um do that otherwise you can follow me on all the things Instagram Twitter Facebook at mixing with money m-i-x-i-n-g-w-i-t-h-m-a-n-i same thing for patreon.com slash mixing with money and t public if you would like some merch I have some brand new merch and there's a sale going on so get into that if you'd like um tpublic.com slash mixing dash with dash money otherwise stay happy stay healthy stay safe and stay home Big shout out to everyone who helped support me for my um, teacher in school end of the year fundraiser. Um, I thank you all so much for doing that. Even Emily, thank you so much for uh, posting about it and for everyone else that did. Um, I greatly appreciate it. It was very successful. We were oh, good. We were we were $150 short of our goal, but I'm still very, very grateful. And I think it'll be an amazing end of the school year. Got, we've got so many supplies, so many more wipes. I mean, since COVID has been kind of declared over by the government, they've stopped caring about our health and safety. So we're, it's now in our hands to wipe down our own desk and buy our own wipes and hand sanitizer and things like that. Um, and make sure that the kids are safe and have a great school year for the rest of the year because we are there until July. So thank you so much for your support, for sharing it, for donating, for bringing awareness, for even just sending a message or thanking me. And if you couldn't um, support me, and you do have a school or a teacher or a student in your life, please, 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 as much as volunteering your time, anything helps your local schools. Um, we really would appreciate it. Some extra pencils, like anything. Greatly appreciate y'all. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay whole. Love you. Take care of yourselves and each other. Okay, bye. For more about me, Bravo, Housewives, Pop Culture, and so much more, follow me on Instagram at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. So you can keep up with me and don't forget to also leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening and rate me and maybe give me five stars. Thanks so much. Bye.